lately I've been working on this painting and um, it started out pretty strong. Like I was like, oh my God, this is gonna look so good. And you know, when I work on these paintings these days, it's like, I don't wanna focus too much on like how it's gonna turn out and try to just enjoy the process of creating it. Cause I feel like for like everything else that I do, everything else that I create, I'm so focused on like what the finished product is gonna end up looking like that I don't like enjoy fully anyway, the process of creating. So when I paint these days, especially since I don't have to like, I'm not painting for art classes anymore. Um, I try to just enjoy the, the, the ride, you know, try to just enjoy what's the process of creating and let myself like relax without any pressure. But I'm like, I'm not finished with it. I'm still working on it. As I'm looking at it right now across the room, I'm like, oh my God, it looks pretty ugly. <laughs> and I know that I have to trust the process. Like, trust me, I'm really, 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 really trying to trust the process but it's getting a little rocky. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'll just keep working on it and hope that it just gets better and better over time, like it fixes itself. Anyway, so today's episode is about being alone and being lonely. What is the difference between these two and what are the similarities between these two? I feel like sometimes people use these terms interchangeably when really it's not interchangeable. So for me, I am definitely an introvert. I took the MBTI, is that what it's called? Let me see. Yes, I took the MBTI personality tests and I'll link that, the link to that website if you wanna figure out what your own like personality is. Um, but I am an INTJ, I'm an INTJT. So those letters stand for introverted, intuitive, thinking, judging, and turbulent. So. Uh, I actually, I heard that this is like one of the rarest personality types to have and also that a lot of like villains, like in the at the bottom of the page, it tells you like a bunch of people that have these, that personality type and a lot of villains have this personality type like Elon Musk and Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby. Is he a villain? I kind of think of him as a villain, to be honest. But also like Michelle Obama and Katniss Everdeen too. So maybe I shouldn't be worried. But I remember like looking up my personality type and being like, oh my God, like, am I a villain? Like, am I evil? Um, I will trust that I am not because me and Michelle Obama, you know, Michelle Obama could never lead me wrong. Anyway, so this is the paragraph that, the first paragraph anyway, that they use to describe this personality type. The website says, it can be lonely at the top. As one of the rarest personality types and one of the most capable, architects know this all too well. Rational and quick-witted, architects pride themselves on their ability to think for themselves, not to mention their uncanny knack for seeing right through phoniness and hypocrisy. But because their minds are never at rest, architects may struggle to find people who can keep up with their nonstop analysis of everything around them. Ooh. <laughs> Like they didn't have to, they didn't have to come after me that hard. It didn't have to be that accurate. Um, yeah, so that's my personality type. The reason I talked about my personality type is because I was thinking about like the concept of being alone and the concept of being lonely and how it's very difficult for me to like concretely say when I'm alone, like when I'm just alone or when I, I'm feeling lonely because I am so introverted and I do like enjoy my own company. Like I enjoy being alone. And also like a lot of my hobbies are more conducive to like alone time. Like I do it 
by myself. Maybe I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast or whatever, but I just do it. I do it by myself. That's like, like I like to crochet or I like reading or writing. I like painting, like I talked about earlier. I like taking care of plants, like all those things, like you can do them with other people, but you don't need other people to do them. So I feel like because I spend so much time being alone, I spend so much time enjoying being alone, it's kind of difficult for me to determine like when I am truly lonely. I have though felt lonely sometimes. I remember during the pandemic, it was pretty bad. Um, I'm sure it was bad for a lot of people, but it was pretty bad for me. And um, I just felt like, I don't know, very much alone. I spent a lot of time in my head. But it was like I was very, like, I don't know, it was like too much time alone. So I did end up, during the pandemic, getting a dog, getting a puppy. And honestly, that is like the best decision I've ever made. Because he's like my companion in life. And it's even better because it's like I can do all of those hobbies. Like I can do my painting, I can do my crocheting, my reading, my writing with him. And he doesn't require any energy from me when he's spending time with me. Like, he doesn't require any extra, I don't know, social energy. Like, I don't feel drained when he's around me. Um, I don't know if it's because he doesn't speak or he doesn't expect anything from me when we are, like, together. Um, he's just, like, content to be in my presence, um, just like I'm content to be in his. But something about that is, like, not draining to me. And I feel like a lot of the times I am like prone to spending more time alone because spending time with other people is so draining for me um but getting a dog kind of like is like a happy medium for me like where i'm with somebody something whatever but i'm still like not i'm not like getting drained like i'm not my social battery isn't decreasing but even before the pandemic i sometimes did feel like, I wasn't sure if I was lonely or alone. Like, because I've always struggled to make friends. And it's not that I... Um, how do I say this? I struggled to make friends because it's like... for to, to become my friend, you kind of just kind of have to, like, trust the process. Like, you have to spend a lot of time with me for my, like, true personality to show up. And not only do you have to spend a lot of time with me, you have to be paying attention because I don't talk often. When I do talk, I might like talk at a quieter like voice. And I don't know, I'm just like a more low key person. So you kind of just have to be like paying attention. You have to spend a lot of time with me for like a friendship to develop. Like it's not, I'm not one of those people that you can like instantly click with. Sometimes it depends on the person. I take that back. It depends on the person. But I'm just saying like, let's say we are in like a social situation. Like we're going to the mall. And there's 10 people um, and maybe you know you see me in the crowd but there's a bunch of other people that are making jokes and laughing and doing all this stuff like I'm not gonna be that person who's like taking all the attention like I'm not gonna be the person who's gonna be making all the jokes I might be laughing at the jokes I might say something about the jokes like offhand but unless you're like listening from like what I'm saying you're listening to me um, you're not gonna get to know me as a person I don't know saying all that to say it just takes a really long time to get to know me and i feel like a lot of people want that like instant click that instant friendship and it just doesn't work that way for me and so you know when people are kind of like impatient or they just don't i don't know give me a chance like give me a chance to 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 get to know me it's like it takes a long time so that's what i mean like that initial like 
getting people to be like, oh, I want to be your friend can sometimes be difficult for me unless they like meet me in a situation where I'm around my other friends. Then it's like, you know, they're seeing whatever my friends see. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying. They're, they're like seeing a version of myself, a more comfortable version of myself that's more open, that's more, that's more relaxed really, I guess. But because I like in the past have struggled to make friends, I, from an early age, learned how to find joy in my own company. Um, so like when I was in college, I often had to eat alone. Like I think I would probably say 70, mm, maybe even 80% of my college experience like eating, I was eating by myself. And after the beginning, it was really awkward and weird for me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so lame. Eating by myself, this is crazy. I'm a loner, like basically. Um, but after a while, I started to like enjoy it. And when I did have chances to like eat with other people, I was like, this is so annoying. Like, because you, everyone doesn't finish eating at the same time. Some people want dessert and some people don't want dessert. Um, where are you going to find a table to have enough seats for everybody to sit at? Like, and what are you going to talk about? Like, oh my God, like all that thinking when I could just eat by myself and like talk on the phone with one of my friends that like didn't go to my school or just like watch YouTube videos or read my book. Like it just became more fun for me to eat by myself. Yeah. And I just started finding, like, I just started feeling happy being by myself. Like I just started feeling like at ease, I guess. I don't know. It was just like less complicated. And that's not to say I didn't like enjoy eating with my friends in college in the dining hall. Like I definitely did. And we definitely had like a good time together, but I don't know, just something about eating by myself. Like I think I look back on eating by myself very fondly, even probably even more fondly than eating with my friends. Um, but I also like in college, I don't know, I feel like maybe eating by myself was like the um catalyst for me enjoying my own company more and more and more um even especially in a public setting so like one thing i loved to do when i was in college was go like sit on some benches like i don't know i would just go walk because my campus is pretty big i would go walk somewhere and i would just find a bench not sit there and i maybe i'd put my airpods in and listen to music or maybe i'd talk on the phone with someone um, or maybe I would just sit there and people watch, but it was like, it was like the best. It was just a part of the process of me learning how to be okay with being alone. And a lot of that comes with trying to figure out within yourself if, if it's that you're not okay with like being alone, like if you feel like you need other people to have a good time, or are you like worried about how other people will perceive your aloneness? Like, are you worried that people will judge you because you are alone or are you worried they think that you don't have anyone to spend time with because you are alone in that instance and that reminds me of someone who always feels like one of my friends who always feels super sad whenever they see old people sitting by themselves like in restaurants or whatever and they'll always be they'll like talk to me and they'll be like oh my god Sydney that's so sad look at that old person over there like sitting by themselves that makes me so sad and I'm like girl what if they want to be by themselves? Like, they, it doesn't even occur to them that that person might want to be by themselves. And I feel like, I don't know if it, like, impacts me more because I'm like, that is probably going to end up, like, being me <laughs> as an old person sitting by myself. Um, and it felt kind of insulting, like, for her to say that being by yourself is sad. 
um, being by being alone automatically means that you're lonely. It automatically equates to the fact that you don't have anyone that would want to spend time with you. And I feel like that's just like, that's wrong. You know, like, it's just, I don't know, being alone and being lonely are different. It's different. Um, and I feel like though, that friend, like that friend, that friend's train of thought is what bothers me so much about being alone, or at least used to bother me. Sometimes it still does, but it's what used to bother me about being alone. That feeling that other people are thinking about my aloneness and feeling sorry for me or wondering what's wrong with me for not being able to find someone to spend time with. And really all that is is other people projecting how they might feel when they're alone onto you. So it's really like them projecting their feelings onto you, which is like, when you think about it like that, it makes it even more sad because it's like, then you know that that person cannot handle being alone. In the same way that you might be able to handle being alone, the same way you might even like relish, enjoy being alone, your alone time. So saying all that to say, I am still, even though I'm pretty good at being alone, I love being by myself and doing things by myself. I am still like trying to practice being alone more often, especially in the public setting. Um, the other day I wanted to go to a movie theater. I wanted to see Across the Spider-Verse. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go, go to movie theaters by myself. Like I've never done that. I'm gonna go to movie theaters by myself. And I was telling my friends, like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see that movie. And they were like, oh, I haven't seen it yet either. And they were like, let's go see it together. And I was like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> I had fun watching it with them, but I was like, this was supposed to be my experiment, my time to prove to myself that I like being alone. Um. Anyway, I guess I could just find another movie and try again next time. But I also, another thing I wanna do though, is I wanna go to a restaurant and eat by myself I feel like that's the ultimate test you know you're surrounded by people who are with other people but you're by yourself um and the wait waiter or waitress keeps coming back to you and checking on you and that's like you know you have to you and that you have to deal with the fact that you are alone and be comfortable in the fact that you are alone with this person who is going to keep checking up on you and knowing they also know that you are alone um I don't know why that bothers me a little bit. Um, it's kind of intimidating and scary, but I am going to try to do it. I am going to try to go to a restaurant by myself this summer uh, just to practice being alone and feel more confident and more comfortable in operating, existing by myself without other people. And I feel like this is so important for me because I don't want to find myself in the position where I'm like waiting for other people to do the things that I want to do. Like, I don't want to wait for someone to want to go with me to a restaurant that I've been wanting to try. Like, I just want to go try it by myself. Like, I don't want to have to wait for people. I want to just live my life without worrying about if I have someone to go with me. And I feel like I especially struggle with that with like concerts and stuff because my friends, like, I don't really have the same music taste as them. So it's like I don't have anyone to go to concerts with. Um, and I'm like, maybe I should just go by myself. Maybe I'll make some friends along the way, which is all great, fine and dandy in theory until I have to like drive there. And you guys know I hate driving. Like I'm afraid of driving a little bit. Um, and then find parking and then drive home. Like I don't want to do all that. Um, so maybe I'll like, I have to try to figure out how to go to concerts. Like maybe if I, maybe, maybe if there's like a concert in New York, I'll take a trip up there and just take the subway there and then come back. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Do you? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, 
So going to concerts by myself, just going places by myself in general and not being afraid to be by myself and being open to the fact that being by myself might create more opportunities for me to meet new people. Like it might make me less intimidating to approach and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's really just what I wanted to talk about in this episode. I really wanted to emphasize that being alone is not the same as being lonely and don't let people make you feel like being alone and being lonely is the same thing. Um, live your life, whether you want to do that by yourself, enjoying your own company, doing things you like. I just feel like I'm going to take that advice too, where I am just going to like do what I want with my life, even if I can't find anyone to come along with me. Because being alone and being confident about being alone is, it takes a lot of bravery. If I like being alone, why should I let other people make me feel some type of way about it? I won't. That's the answer. I'm not going to let them do that to me. And you shouldn't either. Anyways, I am going to end that episode here. As always, make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Jumble Podcast. Uh, I'm also working on YouTube and TikTok and, and Instagram stuff. So I'm probably going to um, share all that stuff to the Instagram anyway. So if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, follow us on Instagram. Don't let anyone make you feel weird about being alone because being alone and being lonely are not the same thing.